You're listening to the Hotter on Top podcast, hosted by me, Becca Kavanaugh. This podcast is for the woman that wants it all, the thriving business, the passionate love life, and the embodied inner radiance to have and hold it all with ease and pleasure. Every week, I will be giving you the behind the scenes on how you can run your own successful business without sacrificing your pleasure or spiraling into burnout. These tools and teachings are what I have used to accelerate my growth in the online space and go from working multiple jobs, hustling 12 hours a day, you name it, to channeling my genius into a potent business that gives me the freedom and flexibility to work whenever and however the fuck I want. Now I mentor my clients to carve out their own unique space in the industry and make a massive impact and income by being their most bold and turned on selves. Think of this podcast as your dose of deep business and personal development that will leave you with the juice and confidence you need to start taking action on your desires right fucking now. My goal for this podcast is to have you feeling turned on to create your own version of a pleasure-based business and tap into your deepest desires by unapologetically asking for what you want. Because I believe women feel hotter when they are on top. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, Did you miss me? (laughs) I know it's been a minute here. Um, Just as a side note, as we get into this episode, it's like pouring rain outside. So I don't know if you can hear that, but like, soak it in. I I just love, I I live for the rain. Um, So we're we're in a good mood today. Because, um, yeah, if you took a look around, hi, hello, things look different here, don't they? Um, And obviously, I had to take a little break for very obvious reasons to focus on the rebrand. And so taking a minute here to announce that, hi, you are now listening to the Hotter on Top podcast hosted by me. And I'm super excited to have you guys here. As, As I've said in the past, not a lot's changing, right? So the past six months, I've kind of already shifted the content on the podcast. So if you've been a longtime listener, if you've still been listening to the more recent podcast episodes, nothing's really going to change around here. We're still going to be focusing on business. We're going to be focusing on pleasure-based business and more so around intimacy and just bettering your life in every aspect, right? And I know that you listen to the intro of this and all the things. So obviously, you know, you're here, you're ready. Um, and I know that I've talked about the podcast rebrand for a little while, but I just didn't know exactly when I was going to do it. So I'm sorry if you didn't feel completely prepared for this um, because uh, let me just share. I want to share with you today's kind of my own thought process behind this um, and the maybe like some of the hurdles that I was up against through this rebrand. This was actually kind of a hard rebrand. And then I also want to share with you what you could look at as you move through a rebrand and the mindset shifts behind it and all the things. So first things first, I know that I've been talking about a rebrand for a while and you guys know that I've kind of rebranded my business completely, right? And the podcast was kind of the last thing in that I hold in my business and my brand that didn't get a rebrand. And I kind of just kept it on because I didn't see the vision completely yet. 
And it was one of those things that I saw it for my business. And I knew that eventually I'd probably rebrand the podcast, but I just didn't have a clear vision of it yet. And I decided to take things step by step, right? Because first it was kind of the Facebook group. I closed out the um, Sacred Slut Sisterhood. And then I reopened a new Facebook group, which is popping off, by the way. It's so amazing. Everybody is so awesome and engaged in there. I literally love the community. It's really small, but mighty. Like we have almost 60 people in the group, but people are just so in it and they're so ready to share. And it's amazing. I absolutely love the group. And if anything, I really love that it's a smaller community because we don't see a lot of those anymore. So hi, if you want to join that, you can click the link in the description um, for free. So I started with that. And now that that's feeling really aligned, and I'm actually really loving showing up in that in that group and everything, it's I knew that the thing that I love showing up in the most is the podcast. And it got to this point where I was starting to feel like, hmm, things just feel like I'm at my edge, like, and not in a good way. Like, I feel like I've exhausted this podcast name for as long as it can um, without rebranding. And now's the time that I really want to rebrand. And so, like I said, I know that I've been talking about it, but I didn't know when it was going to come. It was one of those things that I had download for it. And I was just like, I'm not too sure where this direction's going to go. But like my intuitive guidance system is telling me like, bitch, something needs to change. And it's probably the podcast, right? The podcast needs to change because something's not going right. Something feels a little off, right? And, and not even just like off, it just feels unaligned. Like it felt like I outgrew it a little bit, right? Um, the name anyway, because of the rebrand that I've been doing. And I know that I've talked about a little bit in the past around, obviously I'm doing more business related things and I love that. And I really thrive in that. And it wouldn't be, it would be a disservice to you guys and myself if I didn't continue this rebrand to the podcast. Right. And you're probably like, bitch, I don't care. Like this is bad. <laughs> Like, yeah, 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 get on with it. Okay, so so I knew that it was ready. I knew that it was ready to go. Um, I didn't know the direction that it was going to go in. So part of the reason I had to take a break was because it got to a point where I felt like I can't put out another episode as the Sacred Slut podcast. It's got to be something different. And I could either continue putting out podcast episodes or I need to focus on prioritizing this rebrand. And it was one of those things that I didn't, I felt like at the time I didn't have the capacity to do both, right? It was like, I'm either rebranding or I'm continuing down this path of posting episodes. And obviously I chose to rebrand. And I looked at the episodes. I did not mean to take this long of a break. It's almost been a month since the last podcast episode. You guys know, I haven't taken a break from this podcast that long of a of a break in a very long time. So I apologize for that. That was not intended, but I think it was very necessary for me to focus on this rebrand. So, and I went through so many like trial and error things. So this kind of leads to the more behind the scenes of the rebrand, which was, I hit a lot of hurdles. <laughs> it was so funny because when I chose the Sacred Slut podcast, it was like one of those things that it was just came in a download. I was ready to go nobody, surprisingly, nobody had that name as a podcast. And I just went with it. 
But for this one, it was a little bit different because I was like, okay, I want to be very intentional about how I'm going to be showing up. And I had to really reflect on, and I hope that you take this for yourself as well, if you're thinking about rebranding or just anything in your business, it's like I had to really think about like when people glance at this podcast or it gets recommended to them, like I want them to understand what it's about, right? And I felt like the Sacred Slip podcast was now misleading for the topics that I was talking about, right? So um, I was like, what do I want to be known for? How do I want to make people feel? How do I want people to look at this podcast and be excited to listen to an episode, right? And so I really worked hard in trying to infuse both of my worlds. So the podcast name hotter on top was really inspired by the first podcast name that I came up with, which was better on top and better on top actually ended up being taken. So that was fine. I, you know, figured it out obviously. And, um, because that's one of the things in an online business that not many people talk about is that you have to really look at intellectual property. You have to make sure that nobody has it trademarked copyright infringement, all of that stuff you have to be very mindful of, um, even if you're a business owner, right? Especially if you're a business owner, especially in the online space. And I feel like a lot of people forget that and they um, do this out of integrity and will just use names and not worry about it. But you have to do your due diligence. And I've learned that lesson more often than not. Not in a bad way. It hasn't gotten me in trouble, but it could potentially have gotten me in trouble in the past. So Now's the time to, if you're having offers, if you're going to have a podcast, if you're going to have a Facebook group name or anything like that, like you need to make sure shit's trade isn't trademarked, that you can use it. That's not somebody else's intellectual property, all that stuff. So that's a more logistical side of owning an online business. And um, so it was one of those things that like, it was really inspired by this first um, podcast name. And I really liked this idea of being on top, right, of women kind of being on top of every aspect of their lives, right? And I love this kind of more, you guys know I love a play on words and I love a sexy spin on things. Um, That's like literally my whole fucking brand. Um, So I was like, okay, how am I going to infuse like my own personality onto this, right? How am I going to show up in this realm, in this rebrand? So I obviously landed on the name Hotter on Top, which I'm absolutely in love with. If anything, I feel like it's more aligned than Better on Top. And I think it's one of those things that like, you have to trust that your intuition as a business owner is guiding you in the right place. Like not to get like extra woo on you guys, but like I felt like sometimes like those rejections are just redirections and it was one of those things that, you know, better on top was great, but it wasn't, it wasn't mine. It wasn't meant to be mine. Hotter on top was meant to be mine. Right. And so, so that was really, um, just, I I'm so glad I've landed on it. I've decided it, I've taken the action. I'm it's rebranded and we're good to go. So let's talk about a little bit around rebranding and what kind of fears that can come up. So 
I didn't have as many fears with this rebrand um, because I have already rebranded, right? And I did a live on this. I think I talk about this quite a bit. Um, I did a live on this inside my Facebook group a little while ago. Um, If you guys want access to that, you can join the Facebook group and like ask me to tag you in it and I can find it for you and like pin it to the group or something because it's It's a live that I really think is super valuable. I talked about rebranding when I actually did it. um, And I forget exactly when that was or how many months ago that was. It was in August or September when I opened up the Facebook group, right? And I closed out the Sacred Slut Sisterhood and I opened up the Bold Biz Bitches um, uh, playground Facebook group. Um, So I did a rebranding live around that. So if you guys want more access to trains like this, there's... I have so much inside the Facebook group and I've actually really enjoyed showing up there. So as you guys have not been seeing me here as much, um, I did show up more there. That's not going to be the norm though, but you know, um, I have been enjoying that and I just love the community that we've created there. It's so freaking amazing and everybody just shows up super engaged. Oh my God. I just love the energy and like we're small, but it's just super mighty and I absolutely love it. So anyway, um, I did a live inside that Facebook group and talking about rebranding and kind of some of the fears that I was dealing with. So if you want more access to this or more want more like information on this, you can absolutely join that because I probably won't touch on everything I said in that live because I honestly can't remember everything. And I think with like each rebranding stage, there's like a little bit of difference in like fears or just anything like that. And so This time I didn't have as many fears because I felt like I was closing out a cycle of rebranding. I didn't feel like I was starting over from scratch. I had already had a lot of things in place. And like I said, this was kind of the last stitch of a rebrand. So I didn't have as many like fears or anxieties around it. But I know that in the past, what I was dealing with was like, oh my God, are people not going to like me anymore? Or like, you know, am I going to lose my whole audience or whatever? But in reality, it actually gave me so much space and clarity to like finally show up and what felt in integrity for me. And since I, I kind of like let loose after that. And because I was so passionate and I am still so passionate about the subject. And so I've, knew already in my heart of hearts that like I was doing myself and everybody a disservice by like not sharing my genius around business and not like being in my zone around that and kind of holding back. But it really was highlighted to me when I actually claimed that space and the response that I got from it was just amazing. It was, it's something that I am still experiencing to this day. And that just goes to show that like, I feel more confident doing this podcast rebrand because of that, because I like saw the response and just like the change in myself as well and how I felt more confident and I felt more embodied and I felt more like in my leadership, which is exactly what I had been craving and wanting and what I would want for all of my clients as well. And what I kind of took back from it was like, I just really want like everything I do, I want to show you guys that I'm willing to go first, right? I'm willing to go first. I hope that you do this in this, in your business. And when you're like kind of stepping up into your leadership to help with, to be that light or guide for your clients, right? 
because I have really just stepped into this and I was like, I'm going to go first. I'm going to show people that like, it's okay to rebrand really fucking publicly. Um, because again, it was one of those things that I had done rebrands in the past or I'd done things here and there, but it was like, I had a very small audience or nobody was really watching or I wasn't really claiming my space just yet. So like nobody really saw it. But now it's like I have an audience and it can be scary to do that in public. It can be scary when you have an audience that likes you for one thing and to go a completely different route for it. So I kind of want to be that voice that's like, hey, I did it. I went first. I showed the fuck up and this is what happened, right? Which is that I was more in alignment. I was more integrity. I felt more into my leadership. I felt like I had all these ideas coming at me. I got all these downloads. It was like the floodgates opened, right? And I would never want my clients to stay in something just from this mindset of lack, right? Because that's really the mindset. It's this scarcity mindset around like, if I rebrand, I'm going to lose everyone and nobody's going to like me anymore and I'm not going to have clients anymore, which is completely the opposite of what usually happens. Because at the end of the day, you're the source, right? You're the fucking business, right? Especially if you're a personal brand, um, if you're a coach, if you're a mentor, educator, whatever, it's you, it's your skills. It's what's your passionate, what you're passionate about, right? You're not just selling a product necessary. You're selling you and your skill set and your expertise and your energy and your service, right? So you have to make sure that like you're feeling passionate about it. And I feel like the moment you are kind of feeling like you can't go on any further in what you're doing, even if it's a complete 180 to what you're doing right now, it's so important that you just take that risk. It's so important that you do because you can only go on for so long in an unaligned strategy or mindset or brand because at some point, you're going to be capped, like your energy and your mindset and your education around it, your passion around it is capped. It's kind of like, you know, the time's ticking that eventually time's going to run out, so to speak, right? And then you're just going to be kind of moving through the motions. And I don't know about you guys, but that is not my jam. I'm all in, I'm an all in bitch. And I love to have it all, right? I love to feel passionate and this is my like generator fucking sacral authority showing right now, but <laughs> you guys know human design, you know? Um, but I, you know, that's really showing right now, as I say that I want to feel passionate in like every aspect of my life. And that includes my business. And that also includes my relationships. That also includes how I feel about myself, how I show up. I'm very intentional. I'm very passionate. And when things don't make sense to me or they no longer feel good, I have a really hard time showing up. And I feel like um, a lot of my clients and maybe yourself included feels the same, right? Um, but yet there are a lot of people that continue to just go through the motions and I never would want myself or my clients to go through the motions. So the standard that I set for my clients is the same that I set for myself, right? And so I'm going to lead by example, and I hope that, you know, I can just be this like walking permission slip, like, you know, bitch, you want to rebrand, 
in a middle of your launch, or if you want to rebrand when you have an audience, like do it. If you want to, you know, take photos with your tits out in a field and use them as your professional photos, do it, right? Like, (laughs) but it's so true. And I think I am just so grateful for the people that came before me that showed me that I could live this life, right? That I could show up in my um, passion and in my fullest expression and still be seen as a professional, still be seen as an expert um, in my industry, right? So this was kind of a ramble, but I think, like I said, this was kind of needed to come out. (laughs) Um, And I guess like another thing that I was feeling or like, you know, some of the things that I was playing off were just like tangible things with this rebrand. But um, I think like some other aspects of a rebrand are just the main one for me was always that fear, the fear of being seen in a different brand, in a different expression. And I feel like when you rebrand, it can be more vulnerable. And maybe this is something that we, why some people will push away a rebrand because it's not just the audience. It's also being seen. It's being seen for that more vulnerable expression because when you are aligning yourself with you know, your actual authentic expression, that shit's vulnerable as hell to be seen in that. And then to feel like maybe you're rejected from that, oh, that can be hard, right? So we'll do everything in our power to kind of do that. But I always come back to the belief is like, I much rather just be hated for who I actually am than liked for who I'm not, right? I am not the type of person to just not be authentic in my life and my expression and to be real. And that really bleeds into everything I do. So again, like my generator sacral authority showing, (laughs) Um, but it's one of those things that like part of the reason that we could be pushing off a rebrand or not fully stepping into our authentic branding, it's because it's vulnerable. It's vulnerable to be seen in this. And in a lot of ways, being behind Sacred Slut or, you know, being behind the brand that I had as a pleasure coach, that was easier for me to hide. (laughs) That was easier for me to show up in and really claim my space because it wasn't super authentic to me. It was a part of me and it still is a very big part of me. But it wasn't like, this is me. And so I think that there's kind of two realms to this. It can be the vulnerability of being seen in who you are, who you actually are. But it also could be the vulnerability of not being completely clear on who you are just yet. And so the other part or the last piece that I kind of want to leave you with is like, there was definitely fears when I first rebranded that I was like, what the fuck? Like, what if this doesn't stick? What if I actually don't like this branding and what if I just can't figure it out? Like, and I kind of had to just like a come to Jesus moment with myself and just be like, you know what? Like you're allowed to change it as much as you want first off. And I think that permission alone, not saying that I want to be like, let's be honest, I don't want to be changing my brand all the time. And I think it's as a strategy point of view, it's not good to be constantly changing your brand. You want to make sure that your brand is clear, right? 
And so when a rebrand starts to kind of come, starts to birth, right? It's <laughs> it's one of those things that you have to be very intentional and mindful around it. And I had so many fears. It was almost like commitment issues. I was like, can I commit to this? Do I want this brand? Is this just a phase that I'm in right now? And I had to tell myself, like, it's not a phase. It's not a phase, mom. Just like your emo phase wasn't a phase. It's not a phase, right? <laughs> and I just had to be like, you know, A, it's not a phase. But B, even if it was, at least it aligned me with what I actually wanted to be working in. It, It's good for this season. And that's the thing. I think no matter what, like your business is going to grow and change and it's going to have seasons. And you just have to learn how to go through those seasons. The more you can be adaptable, that is the best business skill that you can ever have, honestly. Um, Because things are always going to be changing. There's always going to be things out of your control. And there are always going to be times where you feel like, oh, I could have done this better. I could have learned or I could have, you know, did a different brand or I could have, you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, the reality is, is that every season is aligning you to this best possible version of you, not just as the business owner, but as you. And I think that our business serves as a container to really helping us move and throughout different aspects of our lives. Like our business, like my business has taught me so much. Being a business owner has taught me so much. It's taught me so much about communication. It's taught me so much how to show up in relationships. It's taught me so much. And this is why a lot of my clients, like they will all of a sudden have a hard time with dating and they'll have a hard time in their business. And then we start working together. And before they know it, they have the business and the man, right? Because it's this connection. And there's so many other ways that when you're struggling in one aspect of your life that your business kind of forces you to learn, right? Your business is like, bitch, you want to make money? Like, figure it out. Like, we're going to have to move through this. We're going to have to heal some of this. We're going to have to get over some of this, right? And so since it asks you to do it in one area, it's really easy to translate in others, right? Not saying that it's going to be perfect, but there is more of an opportunity to look at it in other areas of your life. And what a lot of my clients see and what I have seen in my own life as well is that when they show up in one area that they're struggling with, like selling, let's say, that it translates into a lot of different areas of their life, like setting boundaries or saying no or other things like that. And when you can do it in your business, you can absolutely do it in other areas of your life. So like I said, I think your business is such a great reflection of how what other areas that maybe you are hiding your fullest expression. You're hiding your authentic authenticity um, in your life, right? Where are you kind of hiding? Where are you kind of masking some of these things? So um, yeah, this was kind of a little bit of a rant and a ramble about rebranding. Hello, hi. Um, but mainly, I just wanted to give you guys some value as I announced this podcast rebrand and kind of the behind the scenes look. As you guys know, I love being transparent and sharing all of that. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, also, I'm just full of announcements today. Um, my Lost to Leader Launch Method Masterclass that's absolutely free is now ready to be seen by you all. So if you want to learn about launching in a way that feels pleasure-filled and good, I'm sharing you some of my behind-the-scenes secrets on my launch method that my clients have used to go from one 
5K launches to 10K launches in our time together. And it's really about a lot of the themes of the masterclass are going to be about centering your client experience. And so if you are in other areas of business, this absolutely could apply to you. Like if you're like, well, I'm not really ready to launch something. We talk a lot about onboarding. We talk a lot about client experience. We talk a lot about how to have that clarity in your container before people even sign up for it, right? And this is really what's going to help build up that like no and trust factor and going to make sure that your clients are not just onboarded, but also retained. And I think that that's something that is a huge gap in the coaching industry that I'd love to see more of. And honestly, you guys, this, this masterclass not a lot of people would be giving this information away for free. Um, more often than not, it's going to be behind a paywall. So I wanted you guys to have access to it because I think it's important. I think if you want to invest in your business, but if you're not making any money, like how are you going to make money if you don't know these things, right? So I really wanted you guys to have access to it. It is going to be only available for a limited time. So I would highly suggest you sign up for that and watch it while you still can. It's around a 50-minute masterclass talking all about launching. So if you're interested in that, links are all down in the show notes. But all in all, I absolutely appreciate you guys. Thank you for just being here, for witnessing all of this, for sharing it, for, oh my God, so many of you had me on your Spotify wrap this year. And I'm just so fucking grateful to have such a great community. So I'm super excited to really step into this new year with a strong brand and (laughs) fully embracing my authenticity to you guys. So thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. If you loved it, make sure you share it and we will chat next week. Thank you so much for investing your time by listening to today's podcast and take an extra moment to celebrate yourself for prioritizing your pleasure and your business growth. If you found this episode helpful, I would be so honored if you could share a screenshot on your stories and tag me at Becca Jo Kavanaugh on Instagram and leave this podcast a rating and review so we can share all of this goodness with more women who deserve to have and hold it all. If you want to keep the party going, you can join the Bold Biz Bitches Facebook group for even more juice and free behind-the-scenes trainings. If you are ready to go to the next level, you can learn how to work with me inside my intimate one-on-one container or self-paced offerings with the links down in the show notes. Sending you all the good pleasure juices for the week, and I will talk to you next time. Mwah!